0: And I have another funny vet story. Okay. Hit and me. I know that the sort of title that we've given to these uh, funny vet story segments is Your Dog Ate. What? hmm Th- This doesn't really have anything to do with that. Oh. However, it it's, it's a very funny vet story. Okay. What this is, this is a letter that came to a veterinary hospital that I was working for. Mm-hmm. It will remain unnamed, the veterinary hospital. I have changed... Then the name and other identifying information of the dog mm-hmm. and the owner of this dog. Okay. And the date and different things. This is verbatim a letter received by this animal hospital from a pet owner. Okay. Is okay. it a letter or an email? It's an email. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So the email is in, this email come, came in response to an email the animal hospital set out, sent out with the subject line, Snickers is due for his annual exam. Call our office to schedule an appointment. Seems pretty innocuous. Right. So this email comes back to the animal hospital. Dear, blank, Mm -hmm. animal hospital. Snickers suffered a heart attack on June 15th, 2023 at 8.32 a.m. Exactly. Okay. Okay. I was hugging my wife. He got overly jealous and barked with an angry look for the last time in his angry and lazy life before he tumbled over dead from a heart attack. He has been disposed of accordingly through a veterinary hospital closer to our home than your fine establishment. We would have been happy to give you the opportunity to dispose of his remains, but I was reluctant to subject my car to the additional wear and tear, not to mention the extra gas required to drive 12 miles to blank animal hospital versus just taking his dead sorry a- to the vet down the road. <laughs> what? Today, I can hug my wife and have no dog barking at me. Marital life has improved since Snickers passed away, (laughs) and no neighbor complains about his barking. It feels like a karma just left us. (laughs) What? Snickers was like one of those ungrateful, negative, and conflictive people that gets one into lots of unnecessary trouble. His passing away marked a new beginning for us, (laughs) and we appreciate it a lot. He was disgusting. (laughs) In his ways of licking... (laughs) Can I try to keep it together here? He was... (laughs) He was disgusting in his ways of licking his butt at night. (laughs) And even licking the carpet where he licked his butt. Nasty when sleeping on my bed and snarling at me when I asked him to get down from my bed... Evil went snarling at me with his teeth ready to bite because I kissed my (laughs) wife good morning every day. Ungrateful for all the attention I gave him, which was based on love at the beginning of his life, but only on moral duty at the end of his shitty life. (laughs) Snickers was a zoophilic pedophile dog who tried to rape my son's legs. Many times. (laughs) That's just normal dog behavior. A bastard who left my best friend's dog pregnant with ten puppies and a generator of unnecessary neighborhood conflicts due to his barking at every innocent soul that walked by. He bit me at least three times. Once for trying to kiss my son goodnight. Another for stepping on him by accident. And another for trying to retrieve my other son's double bacon burger after he stole it right out of the child's hand. He jumped on a little two-year-old girl, which nearly got me into legal trouble. He pooped all over the place like a manure factory and acted like a demented maniac when food was being cooked in the kitchen.
1: (laughs) Still could all describe a human being.
0: (laughs) All I can say is that I hated his behavior, which never let me have a normal family life for 12 years. By any legal standard he was a liability on four legs, waiting to create one final catastrophe for everyone around him. That dog should have been put to sleep a long time ago, <laughs> and I am responsible for deciding to keep him alive until he passed away from natural causes and well deserved too. As a personality <laughs> As a personality, Snickers was a first class hole. Any normal family could do without that entity, and death can sometimes bring relief to people who have put up with it, a- like Snickers. <laughs> Best regards, and thank you for your concerns and services. But God finally decided to relieve us and unbind us from that dog. <laughs> what can we learn from this? This is not what I was expecting at all. <laughs> this could be instructive because no way should this situation have been allowed to continue, right? For twelve years, this um, guy put up with a vicious dog or a problem <laughs> dog or a, yeah, a maniac. And I just, I just want all of our listeners to know that if you are in the situation like this, you do not have to suffer for twelve years while this dog ruined your family life and your married life. There are there are solutions, and they don't involve just putting the dog to sleep. I mean, that's not that's kind of the last resort. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> there is no indication that. That they tried to maybe have a trainer come or a behaviorist come and and, and help this dog integrate into the family and, and learn appropriate social behaviors among human beings, you know. Or, in many cases, what's actually needed is that the human beings need to be trained in how to relate to this dog appropriately. Because evidently this dog thought that... Uh, it's obviously exerting some, some dominant aggression behaviors, because barking at this, at this uh, husband every time he goes near his wife, right, gets up on the bed as if he owns it, and growls mm-hmm. and snarls if he to, tries to get down, thinks he can just swipe food from anyone in the family, you know. Mm-hmm. So that, that kind of behavior, dear listener, should not be tolerated from your pet dog. If you have a dog that's acting like that, get help immediately. Get call you know talk to your veterinarian or go online and find a behaviorist or a trainer to help you out of this situation. Mm-hmm. If you cannot train your dog to live with the family without hurting other people and without causing problems, then you should consider rehoming your dog. There are, I mean, maybe this dog would have been a much better uh, companion for a single person household, you know, for mm-hmm. example. And that for a grizzled old prospector, yeah, something <laughs> like that, yeah, um, it was like uh, like John Wayne and Hondo and that dog of his, yeah, precisely, which bit everybody who came near. <laughs> although, although, didn't in that movie, didn't Hondo say, "Well, it's not really my dog; he just follows me around. That doesn't mean he's mine." Oh you know? yeah, yeah. Was that dog in um in the Inspector Clouseau movie. Oh gosh, yes, that's funny. Does yeah. your dog bite? No i thought you said your dog did not bite that is not my dog (laughs) classic love it so anyway if that's the way your dog behaves you you don't have to put up with that Mm -hmm. you can rehome the dog you can try to train the dog i mean and don't think of it as you're forcing this dog off on some other people i mean somebody Mm. might be able to deal with a dog like this like snickers yeah and if, if you're in a family and he's causing just nothing but problems, you know, for, for 12 years ruined this guy's family life to the point where he wrote this this manifesto of, of hatred for his dog <laughs> after he passed away.
1: And mm. he's right.
0: He, he dog, the dog should have left their home somehow mm-hmm. many years ago rather than putting up with this. Yeah. And anyway, with that, <laughs> that's my funny dog story. Oh my God. As far as I know, Snickers didn't eat anything. Oh. You know, I'm sure if he had, the owners might have said, well, here's our chance. There's just. Uh, yep put him to sleep or whatever. But oh, man. That was that was great, and not at all what I was expecting. No. <laughs> I, I Not when anybody at this animal hospital was expecting either in response to their innocuous uh, <laughs> Snoopers is due for his annual exam. <laughs> you email. probably just, like, as a form email, send those out. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> That's great. Acting like a maniac when food is being prepared in the kitchen. <laughs> uh, yep, I definitely know some, human, some humans who do things like that. <laughs> <laughs> just act like a maniac when food is being prepared. <laughs> Imagine if you just replaced every <laughs> every mention of the dog's name with Uncle, Uncle Barry. <laughs> Uncle Barry suffered a heart attack on June 15th, 2023 at 8.32 a.m. Exactly. I was hugging my wife. He got overly jealous and barked with an angry look for the last time in his angry and lazy life before he tumbled over dead from a heart attack uncle barry was disgusting in his ways of licking his butt at night and even licking the carpet where he licked his butt nasty when sleeping on my bed at snarling at me when i asked him to get down from my bed evil when snarling at me with his teeth ready to bite because i kissed my wife good morning every day ungrateful for all the attention i gave him (laughs) uncle barry bit me at least three times (laughs) He jumped on a little two-year-old girl, which nearly got me into legal trouble. Uncle Barry pooped all over the place like I'm a Nerf factory. And Uncle Joe. And acted like I'm... And acted like a demented maniac who <laughs> was <with> food to be cooked in the kitchen. Oh, man. Yep. As a personality, Uncle Barry was a first-class... <laughs> The Splank Podcast is produced by Claire T. Walker and Hannah Kubiak. You can contact us by emailing splanknixpodcast at gmail.com. We welcome episode topic suggestions, personal anecdotes, and corrections for those rare occasions when we don't know what we're talking about. Visit splanknix.com for show notes and transcripts of all our episodes, and follow us on Instagram at splanknix underscore podcast. Claire T. Walker is an independent author with two self-published books, The Keys of Death, and Startling Figures. Learn more about Claire and her books at ClaireTWalker.com.